Hey everybody, this is Jeff Stevens and this is the Creative Stick Up. Uh, this week, uh, I got to sit down with a uh, legend in the St. Louis ad business, Jim Harper, who recently uh, left his job at the agency he founded to go off and do some interesting things. Jim Harper goes home um, to Edwardsville, Illinois, and I, and I uh, sat down to talk about why with him. So that's uh, what we got coming up. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Culture 8 Strategy. Uh, Culture 8 Strategy is an innovation consultancy helping, helping businesses become more creative and innovative in their culture. If you want some of that, call the Culture 8 Strategy guys, which is actually me. So here's me and Jim Harper. So I'm with I'm with Jim Harper. I'm over in Edwardsville, Illinois, at the new Jim Harper Studio, which happens to be in the back of this 19 what 19 whatever 51 yeah. barber shop on Main Street, <laughs> and it is amazing. So we're sitting in a barber shop, closed on Mondays, and Jim has his studio in back. So how are you? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> good, to good to see you see, over here. Good to see you. Yeah, you it's look insane. You it's look happy. Fun to be here and. Edwards will get interviewed for our podcast. I love it. Yeah. I know. And it's it's funny because our most recent interaction, you were the you were a creator and ECD of an agency in St. Louis Boxing Club. Boxing Club. Yeah. Right. And then I heard you just recently left. I did. So yeah, I'd love to hear a little bit about your because that sure. was kind of surprising. Yeah. Because you didn't it, seem miserable last time I talked. Not you at about all. The yeah. Records and uh, you were doing some cool stuff. Going fun. I, you know. Uh, Boxing Clever gave me the ability to put take a bunch of things that were on my bucket list and yeah. mark them off. So I, uh, I got to, um, besides work with a bunch of amazing people and like some of the sickest creatives I've ever uh, worked with, um, we got to start a record label and yeah. make vinyl and yeah. get music distributed and... I have a t-shirt. Find bands, absolutely. Awesome t-shirts yeah. are amazing to me. And it's funny because that, when we first did that, we did that as a uh, kind of a design project yeah and all of a sudden it became something bigger than us like we were getting bands from Poland and Hungary and Japan sending us stuff and we're like this is a different and bigger kind of reach than I'm used to getting in any especially St. Louis agency yeah and then um, just to back up if people don't know you started a record label Mm -hmm. and the idea was it was a fun idea to get into it just the process of making a record absolutely but then all of a sudden Became a record label. Yes, it did. <laughs> Hours of lawyers and yeah. uh, and contracts and uh, it's complicated business. It's it's the hardest job I've ever had. Wow. It's harder than running an agency. Harder than working in an agency. A record label. Um, Just because to, of the legal rights. It's that... it's crazy. Everything about it. Wow. Well, plus, what a complicated uh, industry music is. Now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's digital. Yeah. No one's buying it. They're streaming it. Streaming is the new radio. Yeah. Um, vinyl resurgence, like yeah. we we hit the vinyl at the very beginning of the vinyl resurgence with our first one, yeah. 45s. We totally were like right at the beginning of it. So now people are paying for physical again, but not CDs. CDs are a giveaway, and then the streaming is what you have to pay attention of. So it's a, it's a very different business model. Yeah. But back when I was in a band on a yeah. on a crappy label and whatnot, so yeah. it was a lot different. So. That's fine. And yeah. you, yeah. Well, we'll get to your history and how sure. you got there. But yeah. so back to this this recent move. What? Mm-hmm. 
Was there a moment of clarity or what happened? Um, a couple. I mean, I think one thing is I've been commuting 30-something years, and I'm an Illinois guy. Okay. Um, I lived in South City in St. Louis for a long time. I love the air. I mean, I love St. Louis. Yeah. Um, I'm still there three or four days a week. Um, but for the most part, um, I'm at an age where I really enjoy being close to my family. Yeah. And, uh, and every morning I'd come here to this part of town, and I'd go get coffee and get my hair cut and everything, and it just felt really good. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I want every day. That's yeah. what I want my life to be. Yeah. And uh, so I, I decided very um, abruptly to set up shop. Wow. Yeah. So it was abrupt. It was very abrupt. Yeah. I mean – there, there were certain, I mean, it had been years in me wanting to do this. Yeah. It was just the timing happened, yeah, pretty abruptly. And, and we don't need to get into any mm -hmm. of the details, but the, there, there is a frustration of working at an age, a big agency. Mm -hmm. Were you guys just getting to that point where you could say to yourself, I'd rather be spending my time doing, uh, yeah. or there's I, just a creative thing in me that I got to. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm, I obs uh, like any creative, I think I obsess about things. Yeah. Uh, and, and the thing I was obsessing about most is that if everything you read right now, 60% of the um, businesses in our country are small businesses now. Yeah. Um, we were at a size where it wasn't feasible for us to take on these small businesses and these new startup unique yeah. entrepreneurial brands, right. even though we were kind of entrepreneurs ourselves. Yeah. And, uh, and I, we were passing on jobs that I really wanted to do. Okay. And I think as an individual, financially, I can do that. Yeah. Um, at a 30-person agency that's used to larger corporate clients, yeah. it's not easy. Yeah. So um, that was the that was the big the, uh, switch uh, that moment. flipped that I was like, I, I want to be around some of these smaller brands too. Wow. So, yeah. That's so, amazing. Mm -hmm. And and you guys started that thing, probably could do all that, start mm -hmm. your record label, whatever, and then at some point an agency just, be, it becomes a realistic thing. We've got a payroll. Exactly. We have to make yeah. this much. We've, you can't just have fun, have record labels and make books. You right. have to. Right. We've yeah. got 30 people exactly. depending on us. Yeah. And so yeah. our sweet spot of a client is this, sure. $500,000 or yeah. whatever it is, and that becomes what the life of it is, right? Absolutely. And, it, and, and I have to tell you, you know, there's... But, uh, but you started, I mean, you got to feel good like walking away thinking, well, I did start this because Boxing Clever has a great reputation. Absolutely. It was one of the hottest shops I yeah. thought in the last couple absolutely. years. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And we, we constantly got praise from not only clients and, and critics, but I mean, other agencies were always sending me emails. Cool. Good job. Yeah. I can't believe you got to do that. Blah, blah, yeah, yeah. Blah. And that's, that felt great. Yeah. Um, I, th I think, uh, I, I, I wish more agencies would allow their creatives X amount of time to do yeah. passionate things because that's what keeps us going. And did you? And I love that. And mm -hmm. just thinking about building a creative culture, I think that's it's wildly important to keep people inspired, and almost impossible to to allow the people who run the hours and the numbers mm -hmm. and the tracking to see that. Absolutely. And so, how do you, how did you do that there? I because mean, I'm I'm sure it yeah. was easy with yeah. just you and sure the vinyl posters of your heads on the wall. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, the, the velvet portraits. <laughs> velvet yeah. Portraits. I, I tell you what, what the, the the reason we were able to do it is because, and this is honest, is we had three business partners who, who like me, wanted to do it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not wired to be the type of agency owner. I'm just not um, to be able to be like, okay, you guys can't do this. You can only do what makes money. And yeah. if we get smaller, I'm going to let X amount of people go. And, I'm, and when we get fast again, we're going to hire them. We've never been like that. Yeah. When we went through the first re recession, um, gosh, eight, nine years ago, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we – as an agency, we stood together and took cuts and cuts and cuts wow. and had a, almost lost our houses and everything wow. until 
until so George Bush was ejected, yeah. and we stood together, and we <laughs> made it, and we survived, and yeah. we built it back up, and then wow. grew and grew, yeah. and um, and it was like. Uh, so you've been through the dark time. Several times, wow. yeah. But wow. we we we're just one of those where there's real people running that yeah. agency yeah. who yeah. are like, no, we're gonna stay strong and keep everybody, and that's what we did. Wow. So yeah, it's it's it was it was it felt good, and that's what I know how to do. I don't know how to be like, all right, these ten people, let them go. I yeah. couldn't do it; they're like family to me. So uh, that's that's never going to be me. Yeah. I found out. Yeah, I, I tried, but yeah. it, it didn't work. So. And when you when you set out to do uh, boxing cover, do you have a uh, from all your learnings of being in agencies? Because you've been in agencies, run your own shop, mm-hmm. been on the the agency service side, mm-hmm. run your been client facing. Mm-hmm. Yep. When you built this creative culture in at Boxing Clever. Was what were the things that you wanted to accomplish? Do you feel like you got there? I, you know, it, it happened as I was doing it. So yeah. I, I can't say I had a yeah. a complete plan that was all in place. Right. But, <laughs> but I do know this: we started doing uh, posters for vintage vinyl and okay. meeting the bands and pictures of us with you know famous people and whatnot. Yeah, the yeah. artists get store credit because yeah. vintage vinyl find out a way they could afford it, which was you get to shop for records, we get cool stuff, and. When one of my clients, one of the when one of our clients approached so you us, trade. that works out. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. One of our clients approached us and said, uh, um, I, "I asked them, I was like, why would you call us?' Because it was an out of the blue call, and yeah. they were like, I love those post the vintage vinyl posters and the music thing, and that was the bell that went off and yeah. said, I'm taking this further because yeah. I'm I'm a um, I, I'm I really like the noise that an agency can make. Like, I, I have to admit, I really got off on the fact that people are like, whoa, you're doing a record label? Yeah. Whoa, you're making a book? Like, yeah. that made me like, all right, guess what I'm gonna do next? Like, yeah. I had to do next. Yeah. And I'm I'm the kind of person, and this is really hard, anybody who is like this knows with the family, it's really hard, I have to make something every day. Like, I'm, right. you know, whether it's art, whether it's yeah. something, I have to make something every day. And I think those things were the outlets that, that satisfied that so I could still balance the work-life yeah. thing. Yeah, you know, so you could do client so, work. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and the and the client works like I always have fun doing yeah. client work. Yeah, but you you know you have to balance because at the end of the day we all just want somebody to be like you did good. You know, yeah. that's as creatives we just want somebody to like it. I agree. It, you know, you, it's, you that it's so important and, and yeah. it's funny. There's a managing creatives and then mm-hmm. there's a managing not you know right. other people that want to run the world. Absolutely, and that's yeah. not what creatives mm-hmm. essentially want to do. We want to just make stuff that turns us on. Exactly. And, yeah. and so how do you? That's a different kind of management yeah, technique. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> for, sure. for sure, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So how long was Boxing Clever, how long before you left? Um, I was there 10 years. Okay, and yeah, so then decade. You, you were with your guys, mm-hmm. and you guys started this thing. Mm-hmm. And then, so tell me when you decided to leave. Was this a shock? Did anyone see it coming? Did your guys know, like, okay, I got it? No, I think it was a shock, and, and, and it's, it's because... it's only been a couple months. Right, yeah. I think it was like that because... It was a shock to me too. What really? Like I didn't think I could ever leave that place. Yeah, no, I didn't I think I would ever leave that place. That was like, that was my home baby. and my family. You yeah, did it. And uh, and I think um, after a while, when when something grates on you, and and you know s- some of the things you said about the weight of these employees depending on yeah. you, and people always calling you and looking for work. Yeah. That weight got to me to a point where it's like, I I don't think I could do this, and I just can't yeah. do this anymore. Yeah. You know, and and I had to make a quick decision and. Uh, she just um, did it. it. Yeah, it was kind of one of those things. My and it, you know, it was um, it was another one of those things where my wife was like, if "You're not happy. You have to go." Oh, that's we cool. already know how to be broke. That's easy. We've been doing that our whole life. <laughs> We've done that. It, it, no problem. We'll, that's funny. Yeah, that I don't look so. like I'm missing a lot of meals, so I'm, I think <laughs> I find ways to eat somehow. Yeah, exactly. It finds yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. 
Well, that's that is a certain amount of freedom then, just to know you can do it either way. Yeah. So absolutely. you you've left. There was a so you turn your turn from that right mm -hmm. and say okay I can't do that and did you immediately say all right I know what I'm gonna do or is this just kind of fall in place or just tell me what you're hoping to accomplish sure. now. Well, what are you, what are you I up think to? I think what happened is um, a couple of people approached me mm -hmm. about it was just you know timing and fate or whatever yeah. but a couple people approached me and said I was told I should talk to you I talked to so and so yeah um, and I did a design job for someone and being in, e in ECD for a while I don't get to design every day and my design was getting I'll just say it my design was getting terrible like really? I was like I was not the designer I was when I was younger wow. and, and it's like when I design stuff I looked at some stuff I'm like well I need practice I need back so this uh, this client that I work with now said I was told I need to talk to you um, here's what I want to do and I did it and it and this is within a two week time it lit a fire under me that I hadn't had in a long time wow because I designed something Just and I focused on it and I nailed it yeah yeah and well I nailed it because they said you nailed it yeah yeah not I, yeah. You know, I didn't know yeah so and you yeah. you were a designer by trade absolutely yeah like yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. I'm, that's how I bought you started mm -hmm. when I first met you it was at Botticelli which mm -hmm. was the Zip digital art group digital art group of yeah. Zipatoni mm -hmm. you guys it was dark over there I remember yep. that and <laughs> you guys played a lot of games yep a lot we of did multiplayer uh -huh. uh, games over there we that did. seemed like a fun time and a fun career it was the, the best place to grow up real quick if I could talk about yeah, yeah. that please um, I work a lot of people who I know in the industry now work in that department well yeah. at, at yeah. Zip I mean yeah. Zip was a yeah. that's the place we all keep trying to recreate you yeah. know yep. and um, what happened was we got it everybody was supposed to just be doing Photoshop mm -hmm. and what happened was people people would go to Jack or Mitch and they'd be like I want to learn this and they'd be like go learn that here's yeah. the money like yeah. they, that's how it was then that's how the business was then yeah. there was money there was time so yeah, and, tell, me, yeah. yeah think, tell talk a little bit about because I agree it was a yeah. legendary place to work mm -hmm. we all we all did our time there yeah and it was it was beautiful in a lot of ways right mm -hmm. it was Absolutely. really fun and yeah and Jack and Mitch were do you still see Jack? I do. I see Jack and Mitch. Well, Mitch lives here in town. Oh, she's, so she's in Edwardsville. Okay. And uh, and um, Jack is. I guess he's living downtown now. And just I, I consider them my mentors, whether they yeah. know it or not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm but, sure. but I do. Yeah. yeah. And uh, just wonderful, amazing people with great attitudes. And when I was in in Botticelli, for example, that group, mm -hmm. I was like, I want to do video. So me and another guy started editing video. This guy, Chris Constance. Yeah. Um, who used to do a lot of that. Um, I started doing sound in my cubicle. Yeah. Like I started doing voiceover stuff. Yeah. So they were able to charge normal prices for, and I'm doing them for like an right. hour. Right, right. And I, because I was just fascinated with, with that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they were basically paying for me to learn. Yeah. And I was learning it. And then I find out later the reason I was able to get away with so much and, uh, and be boisterous and, and do whatever is because I was billing like 800%. Wow, you know what I mean? Like I, they were making th yeah. three people's sell <laughs> money off of me, yeah. but I was proud of that. Like, yeah. and there was a bunch of us in there doing it. Yeah. Um, Brandon Vodras, who's a photographer yeah. now over at Burton Strobe, yeah. Brandon was like he was the first one to touch web there. You know, start getting into yeah. web with yeah. the web group and uh, the web company they bought and uh, got into vi video and editing. People were hungry to learn when yeah. you're when you're young and you're given an environment like that. It's yeah. easy. So, yeah. so that's so that's an interesting thing just to think about culture if you're. Trying to build it, there, it did feel like there was a, a lot of freedom, a lot of time to mm -hmm. play. I mean, can you recreate that now? Not with today's budgets and you world. Can. I don't think you can. Yeah. No, I think you can get close. I think yeah. I think that's what I was trying to do with boxing clever. Yeah. Is like, okay, maybe we're not going to have free food and the yeah. biggest gourmet kitchen in the world, but 
at least we can we can design stuff and we can allow that to be done on company time because it benefits the agency. Yeah. I think good agencies do that and they, they realize yeah. that. And I think the culture of Boston Clover was like, we're going to do whatever the hell we want to do, and that's what we did, you know? <laughs> so the, 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 this idea started of developing new products for ourselves, uh, in my mind, because the way that the, um, the economy is and the way that budgets are nowadays mm-hmm. versus the way they used to be, um, I wanted to, to get some of our, um, our income to be based on things we made. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was a very tough road. We, started, we got into publishing a little bit. Yeah. Um, Tony yeah, Hale, who just owned, won an Emmy last night, was the author of the book with another friend of mine who's at Amazon now, Tony Bagney. Okay. They wrote cool. the book together. Was it the was a children's about? book. Okay. It was called Archibald's Next Big Thing. Okay. Um, there's a copy of it in here. There's okay. something about, yeah, back there. But oh, cool. basically, uh, it was a children's book, and I wanted to make one of those for my daughter, and we had one of our young artists illustrate it with wow. a, another artist from uh, who lives in Nashville, and we made this book. And, you know, it's not easy to go make a book and make a bunch of money because no. it's, it's a volume-driven category, sure. but we did it. And, yeah. And I remember, again, it was one of those things where I got all these emails from all these friends of my different agencies, like, mad at me because we were doing it they're like how oh, are you doing this stuff and yeah. I'm like I drive a Honda man that's how I do it it's easy you know who cares it, you know it just, I, yeah. that's that's what I want to do and, yeah. and, and uh, um, it, it, it was it, it was fun it just kind of built from there we were getting ready to do more and that's when I freaked out and moved into a barbershop <laughs> that's fine so, so for an agency out there the, mm-hmm. the, the thought is doing just doing it the process of doing it and getting mm-hmm. it out there is the thing that will get you business because mm-hmm. someone will see it and say, I want to work with those guys. Right. Right? It's, it you would is, hope so. Yeah. Does yeah. That, did that happen? I mean, um, between the posters it, and the... It did. I mean, it, it happened. People fresh. Yeah. I, I tell you what, the phone was ringing off the hook with people noticing it in yeah. smaller clients. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, bigger clients, like what we were hoping is that the music would lead to a large company, a beverage yeah. company or yeah, something yeah. like and that had a, a music, yeah, a music yeah. program. Yeah. Converse had a music yeah, program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we were... Uh, going to approach them, but it's like um, that's what we're hoping because who should run your music program? An agency that just says they're cool or no, one that owns a record label? Yeah, totally. In my mind, it made sense, yeah. but in the world, I guess it, I mean it didn't happen yet, so I guess maybe it didn't. Yeah. And I'm not saying any of the stuff I did was right, and oh, I yeah. did not care. You know, it was like I, I, I had <laughs> we're to doing do it anyway. Yeah, I had to do it. So. That's why I think, and I think big brands like that probably it, it's you know having lived that world down mm-hmm. at the brewery, sure, just seeing layers of. Uh, you know, whatever it takes to mm-hmm. get authenticity down there, it loses itself along the way. Sure, you know, absolutely, and, you, absolutely. and, and that makes perfect sense. There was a couple people that really got it. And you worked with clients mm-hmm. that just totally understood mm-hmm. exactly what you're saying. Like the authentic part of this really works. Absolutely. Yeah, then somewhere along the way. Yeah, I, you know, I and I'm <laughs> a I'm a music snob. Yeah, and a lot of most of us at Boxing Clever were. Yeah, um, and I, I tell you the the thing that um, that's rough is to watch like a a brand put out a commercial about music and to watch it and just be like, no, you're so doing it wrong. You know, like your product's not for kids and you just made a kid's music video yeah. thing. You know what I mean? I mean like you, you see that a lot, a lot, it's a lot, shocking. completely. And it's, shocking. it's the same, same ubiquitous beer brand that does it every mm-hmm. year with the new agency that they fired. Cause, and then it looks the same. Exactly. Like, Cause yeah. you did this. Yeah, it exactly. Didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Not not every concert has blue lights and nameless people in the crowd and somebody on stage with with a microphone yeah. dancing like it just it's not it's weird yeah and it's, it's so it doesn't look yeah. like anything anyone who would drink your beer went went to exactly it's yeah funny. beer soda it doesn't matter that's right. what kills me it's like when I see it I'm just like I'm okay I know the brand managers weren't Dockers that's cool. <laughs> 
But somewhere that those doctors should give you the power to know that that's not authentic. Just, right. And trust the people who are doing it. Yeah. Don't you know the, who who know about it? Yeah. You know? yeah so right. anyway, that's my that's my one. Here's your two cents. Corporate rant. Yeah. yeah. Not really. That's good though. Yeah. It's fun to corporate rant. Yeah. So, um, are you still playing band? Uh, just for fun. Just okay. in my house. Yeah. No, nothing serious right now. I've been there's. So many musicians here in town that I've been wanting to play with, and I haven't found. What are, name to rest yet. some of the bands you've been in in your career? Oh boy! Uh, so the last one I was in was Stella Mora. Okay. The Shoegaze, big ambient walls of sound. Okay. Um, before that was Operation Rock. With, yeah. Yeah, uh, a bunch of creatives. In my the band. favorite, my favorite baseball card set. Of Operation Rock, right? And you guys did like little cards, like musician I so. cards. I think so. And there was a yeah, website yeah, or something yeah. that was. I, and man, I, I'm having a hard time remembering because we were a band for like five years and we only played out like five times. <laughs> we were not in it but to play the, out. We were in yeah. it to show off. And yeah. totally, yeah, I, I remember all that. The and uh, of Operation Rock. Yeah. I remember getting a set of musician cards of St. Louis musicians. Oh yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. Made. Steve, did Steve Smith make those? I remember those, but I don't remember yeah. where they were from. I forgot all about them. Those yeah. are cool. Opera Rock was fun because that was a, a band where. We were, we were, we were trying to do stuff that was so hard musically yeah. that we didn't really care if anybody liked it, and really no one did, but a few people did, yeah. and, and we had fun. But before that, I was in a band called Pave the Rocket. That was the one yeah. where I actually toured a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah, that was um, the band that. Yeah, that was when you were a musician. That was yeah. when you could have been a musician. I was at MTV for eight seconds. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, we, and yeah, that was they were very popular. It was fun. Pave yeah, Rocket. absolutely. Yeah, I remember seeing absolutely. that show for a lot yeah. of people. For sure, and people still know sweet, me from that. So. Sweet pop songs. Yeah. Yeah, how loud and heavy, but yeah. yeah. And then um, uh, Bionica, a band before that, we were we played with like number three Merry Widows yeah. and guys like that. We yeah. played with yeah. you know that crew, five of these, and um, a lot of those bands. One band we played with that was cool. That I'm, I'm excited because I have a daughter now. Is mm-hmm. we played with My Other Self, and the singer of My Other Self was Lance, who is the host of the kid show Yo Gabba Gabba, oh, DJ yeah. Lance Rye. And I so I see him on TV every day. And I'm like. He's my friend. He used to work at Vintage Vinyl. You know, it's so funny. And then uh, before that, I was in a punk rock band called Snake Ranch, and that was years ago. And we played like the coolest, like we because we didn't get paid and we didn't care if we got paid. We got on the best bills because they knew we wouldn't ask for money. Yeah. So and we were horrible, but we we got to play with Henry Rollins and Murphy's Law, yeah. Bad Brain, yeah. Social Distortion, all these amazing bands. That, some of them are still playing today yeah. or or dead. One of the two. But uh, it's just it was a that was that was like. The time of my life, band-wise, because it was literally every show I was playing with somebody who I worshipped. There was yeah. no internet then. You yeah. had the records to them. They were legendary. Yeah. They were yeah. in the same crappy van we were. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So That's I think awesome. music's fun. Uh, Jason Potter, who's on yeah. uh, Bruiser I know, Queen. I know Jason. Yeah, you know Jason. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he'll never quit playing music, but he, yeah. his quote is what I use for, I always quote him, but he's like, some people play softball every week. Yeah. I, I have to play music. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's your thing. It, That's your thing. Yeah. I love it. Jason, Jason worked for me at Oh, yeah, that's training. right. Yeah. So but what I loved about him and what I, I've always thought, Jason did designed rock posters yeah. all the time. No matter what he was designed yeah. for, yeah. He, he kind of like did his work for 15 minutes yeah. and slammed something together. <laughs> but, you, but the rock posters were brilliant. Yeah. And it's funny, ultimately, and I, I used this story the other day, is we did this program for Rolling Rock, which was a rock and roll program, oh, yeah. Bloodshot Records. Mm-hmm. And he did this gore- these gorgeous, just because he this was his thing. He man. knew it, and he yeah. Was like, oh. And, he, and him and Morgan are still touring the country. They the tireless are. tours. Wow. They're playing everywhere. Wow. They're, they're like one of the hardest working bands I've, it's still. Left you know, Arm. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Uh, no. Uh, Bruiser Queen. Bruiser Queen, okay. He's in Bruiser Queen now, yeah. Okay. Left it's Arm was insane. Yeah. yeah. 
Wait, we could go off on that. I still have time, I got yeah. my left arm t-shirt. Yeah. I pull that out every now and then. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> so, so tell me, I mean, this the creative process then. You, mm-hmm. you have grown up in creativity, making songs, making this, making whatever. Yeah. Do you, are you... Does it feel weird? Are you alone making now? Do you need people to bounce around? Or yeah. How, you know I mean, what I'm saying? How sure. You, how are you going to connect that? I think, um, so I've only been at this a month and a half. Okay. And already the pressure's on for me to, for people to want me to hire people to do stuff. Like okay. Um, because I to can't kind of run a little agency. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and I'm trying to avoid it for as long as I can. Just yeah. because, I, I mean, I made a change. Yeah, for a, for a specific reason. reason. Yeah, right. yeah. and so, um, but... I, there's a lot of you know there's writers that I get to work with that I obviously I couldn't work uh, work with on a day to day because yep. they were somewhere else yep, and, yep. and in other cities and stuff so I have a handful of people I'm working with now but um, you can't avoid collaboration in this business yeah. I'm collaborating more with my clients okay. than other creatives right yep, now yep. Um, and again I'm fo- you know this is me time you know that's why I did this creatively and everything mm-hmm. else like I, I have to prove to myself again that I can do it all yeah um, and and is it is it like Proving to yourself that you can be a rock star designer because it just hasn't happened. Because you, yeah, you, and I, no, you're right. You yeah, stopped, I stopped writing. Yeah, at a certain point, sure. And you have to go back and learn how to be a copywriter. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you just stopped doing it for a while. Absolutely. You have to relearn a lot of things. I think the design-wise, uh, as far as being a designer again, that's what I really wanted to do. Okay. Like I, there was just certain styles I've never been to been able to um, do whether. The, didn't you know the client didn't call for it or whatever that I want to do now and I'm I'm, I'm finally uh, starting to implement those kind of things yeah. like doing things all by hand or or doing highly illustrative things and because I have time to focus now when I build my time it's like you're paying me to design a bunch of stuff and yeah. then I might build a marketing plan around that stuff I design but uh, yeah. I think creatively we all kind of want to collaborate mm-hmm. and then at the same time it's it is a little bit of an ego driven business yeah. where you're like oh yeah. yeah well I have to do this so I'm going to do it yeah and, and uh I think um, I have a I have a little bit more time to kind of get my confidence back in doing it all myself mm-hmm. before I can even think about getting yeah, other people involved, gotcha. and grow, making a place or whatever. So. And, and you know, it's interesting. There's a, in business today. There's a lot of buzz words about collaboration and how we all need to mm-hmm. collaborate all the time. And if you sort of follow that to its logical end, it's a bunch of people in a bunch of meetings with this group decision making. Mm-hmm. And I know for from a creative mm-hmm. standpoint. There's still there's a little bit of that, and mm-hmm. then there's a go off and do it. Right. You still got to have your very silent, disciplined time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then you come back and share. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can be in meetings all the time. And so I just right. wonder, like when you're running, or when you're really trying to build a creative place, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would mistake and say it's all collaboration all the time. And to me, it isn't in the sense that that's kind of where stuff can get watered down, mm-hmm. and it's kind of where stuff where no one has a strong enough opinion to carry something. A strong opinion in creative is better than right. no opinion. Yeah. Or just a watered down opinion, right? Absolutely. Even if you don't agree with that opinion, it's like, at least this is one. Totally. I'm going to let this person yeah. you, you just, you just, do their thing. You just talked about something that I think is one of the things wrong with the way a traditional agency is set up. Yeah. Um, you know, any great quote person will tell you ideas come from people yep. and they sure don't come from a bunch of people throwing ideas at a piece of paper and writing it down right. and I, 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 I've never agreed with neither Giant my business partners okay. or past agencies I worked, yeah. worked, at, worked with um, on that and I think um, 
but my weird creative style that I don't think anyone liked either. <laughs> but I would walk up to somebody and say, "Hey, you know what would be cool is if we did this. Yeah. What, what would you do if you did that? Yeah. By this time next week, let's let's see what you would take on that." Yeah. And I just talked to them about it, and I planted the seed in them, and I didn't call a meeting, yeah. and then and it got me in trouble because people would be like, "What did Jim tell you how to do? Well, this yeah. thing's do, you know." And then yeah. and, uh, so I, if I had a better record of that, it might have worked better. <laughs> But I really, I really like brainstorms drive me nuts. Do they? Uh, the and bigger why? they are, the yeah. worse they I, are. I'm with you. Yeah, and and um, I love like some agency setup What's where it's perfect? like a designer and a writer. Yeah. What's the perfect? Well, that's yeah. the ultimate, right? Right. 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 Yeah. But what What is the best size? Because I agree. I, I was yeah. in one the other day that had eight people too many. <laughs> that, I mean, come on. What are you going to get done? And then who's just agreeing with their boss? And then yeah, who's yeah. just, you know what I mean? It's yeah. you're, you're completely censoring yourself from what you'd really like to say. Yeah. And, um, and a lot of amazing ideas get washed right over. Yeah. Like somebody will say something and you're like, oh, that's great. And somebody's already talking over them. Yeah, yeah. It's like, shut the hell up. Yeah. You're, you know, you just ruined a, th- that was it. We're, yeah. we're done. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, I mean, to me, I don't. I wouldn't say there's a specific formula. Yeah. Uh, and brainstorms work good for. Um, how can I say this? Once once an idea is there creatively, you can use brainstorms on how to activate that idea. Yeah, I yeah. dig that. Yes. That's cool. Then let's, call let's everybody together. Get the yeah. legs. Let's see if this thing yeah. has legs, and we can. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. But as far as like that idea or what it is, I mean, if you make a list of thirty things and five of them are okay, does that sound like a really good way to come yeah. up with a creative idea. To crack it. Yeah. All right, here's 30. Let's yeah. do five. All right, cool. Yeah. That sounds really thought of. It sounds it sounds awful to me. That's what yeah. it sounds like. So sounds you, like a grocery you, you list. Much, you'd much rather just hang out and two-man, in by yourself, just kind of go plant a seed. So when, when you're a creative director, yeah. you have, uh, it's like, I don't, want to sound, I don't want this to sound cold to the people who are working for you, but basically... You know what everybody's strong points are, yeah. and that's your job. Your yeah, job is yeah. to be like, all right, this person is typography yeah. Jackson. They're going to yeah. nail this. You yeah. know, this person knows how to write this style, mm-hmm. and so you you put them in situations to, to so that their style shines. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and um and I think uh, that that's what you do. But I really prefer to go talk to the right person and tell them what my problem is, and then come back and find out if they solved it. And oh. if they didn't solve it, then I'll help them solve it. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, um, and then you know, obviously the big thing is not to always expect what you do back because yeah. that's never going to happen yeah yeah um, and so to be open to not have any expectations almost right yeah yeah um except that you expect something awesome to come yeah. out of their mouth Fair because be, um, if you're paying them yeah you know we we were we were we had very high level talent there and yeah that we were you know paying to do great things yeah. and we we made sure that they were taken care of and as a result uh we we got great stuff back. Yeah. I mean, there, there are some people you can just go to and you know you're going to get it every yeah. time, yeah. you know? Yeah. And there are some people you got to coax and you want them to learn. That's yeah. good, too. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, yeah. everybody, that's another big thing, too, that I've heard about other creative directors at other places that bugged me is, and because, you know, I, I hang out with my group of friends and I like everybody and, yeah. you know, it's all good, but one thing is that you can't expect anyone to have a great moment unless you give it to them. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. if you're just throwing cell sheets and this yeah. visual and a logo yeah. lock up at people, yeah. you know, that's not their time. Yeah. You know, you, you got to have that Coach Brooks USA hockey team yeah. time and you have to give them their time. So it's like there's certain things that happen where it's like, you know, who's ready to come up a notch? This person. And yeah. I'm going to give them this opportunity. And if they nail it, they're going to they're going to talk about that the rest of their life. You know, that's it's a beautiful. A, it's beautiful to do that. 
That's someone. beautiful. Just yeah. like you said, I love that. Yeah. No one is going to shine until you give them a moment to do it. Yeah. I That's mean, brilliant. people take the bull by the horns and do stuff all the time. Yeah. But when you're at a, at, we'll call it work. Yeah. You know, and right. and. That's another little corporate rant I'll go on. Another reason why our, our industry has such a t- tough time getting money out of the business world yeah. is that they don't understand that work's not supposed to be fun. Right. And if it is, you're not really working. Right, right. And and that's why they're like, oh, you guys screw around all day and make videos? You know, I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, we make videos and then lots of people click on them and yeah. then that's how they were valued and judged. And, yeah, yeah. And we're still doing it. So we're in business, obviously, we're doing okay. Yeah. You know, we have, so um, I think... I think you know, and it's funny. It's like I get mad about that, where it's it's like the business world comes in. It's like, really, you did that? I wish I had that much time on my hands. That's the quote I hate most about I wish the I internet. Had, yeah. yeah, I wish I had that much time on my hands. It's like, well, you don't, because you're not making the time to do something awesome online that a million people click on. Right. Right. Yeah. So anyway, that's funny. So and now, Man Harper rant number five. That's right? good. I like that. <laughs> but right now, does it feel since you don't have to worry about all that stuff anymore? Mm-hmm. Those rant, you don't have to. Yeah. What's your space of management, mm-hmm. rants, politics? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you feel at peace? Do you feel like this last month and a half, any regrets, any like moments no. of panic? I mean, I, I like, miss cool. everybody and I miss yeah. seeing them every day. That's yeah. the hard part. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I feel like a, a, a zen-like sense of calm, um, even though I'm twice as busy. Because <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. it's all you now. Right, yeah. You're very nobody. No, and and <laughs> uh, and then I, I just feel like um, I'm just glad... I'm not a dinosaur, you know, at my age in the business because I've been doing a long time and a lot of people, um, they get to a point where it's like, all right, now I'm just a manager now and I'm making my money and blah, blah, blah. And I don't ever, I just can't look at myself in the mirror and ever do that. That's not you. Yeah, no. I want to make sure I can still do stuff and that people still like it. So um, we'll see in a year. (laughs) All right. Yeah. That's good. Well, that's good. Excellent. That's a fantastic. I really appreciate it. No problem. This is fun. I know. This will be fun. And I always say like, yeah, I'll come back and. Uh, six months, see how you doing, doing Absolutely, another one. Absolutely, yeah. See what's up. And yeah, so there's we can work on in the near future. I'd love that. Fantastic. I'd love fun. that too. Great to meet you. Thanks, Jim.